When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Tackling Life Podcast with the great Ray Lewis and me, Dr. Christian Conti. It's a success podcast that tackles life through the lessons of sports. And when we talk about tackling life, we're really talking about tackling life. So some real tragedy happened today and uh, I'm, I'm flying solo here and there's a real profound reason for that. Uh, one of Ray's very good friends and former teammate, Michael Jackson, who was a wide receiver for the Ravens, passed away this morning uh, in a tragic uh, motorcycle accident. He was only 48 years old. So my heart goes out to, of course, Michael Jackson and his family. And my heart definitely goes out to my brother in all of this, Ray, because he's he's struggling with this. This is this has hit him in a very hard way. And again, this just happened this morning. So it's uh I definitely would ask you to keep both Michael Jackson and his and his family in your prayers, and I would ask you to keep Ray in in his in your prayers as well. You know, it's this been there are a couple of things that have been tragic this week in the world of sports because Chris Berman, the legendary announcer, his wife uh passed away in a car accident this week. So he kind of suffered a terrible tragedy as well. And definitely our thoughts and prayers go out to Chris Berman and, and, and his family. Um, because, you know, look, this reason why Ray and I started doing this podcast, it, it was about life. Like we never set out to do it just about sports. Um, we knew that life was so much bigger than sports and that sports were an avenue where sports are a way to get that message out. And that's wonderful. But life is so much deeper than that. So, you know, speaking of the depth of life, on Monday, we played the first episode. We'll play part two this coming Monday of the the experience where Ray and I were joined by Secretary John Wetzel and we went into Greaterford Maximum Security Prison and we sat down with guys who were convicted to life sentences. So these men are life means life in Pennsylvania. So that means these men have life sentences and they are never getting out of prison. And we sat down, Ray and I and Secretary Wetzel, we sat down with these men and we kind of had a discussion around, look, if you guys could go back and you could give yourselves advice to your younger selves before that moment happened when when your life changed forever, what is it that you would say? And there were several things that stood out to me from at least the part that you got to hear so far on Monday's episode. 
And if you haven't listened to it yet, not only do I urge you to go back and listen to it, but I also really urge you to share it with others, especially young people, because I believe young people really need to hear this episode and, and to hear that episode on, on, on Monday coming up as well when we play part two of that. But some of the things that the men said, and I, and I want to say this, look, I go into the prisons every single week. So I run groups with men in prisons every week. And it's kind of been, for me, it's been something that to have this come to fruition for you all to hear the voices of men on the inside is something that I've been looking forward to for many years because uh, maybe 10, more than 10 years ago now, I had co-founded a center. My goodness, yes, much more than that now. I had co-founded a center in South Lake Tahoe, California for people who were convicted of violent crimes. And so we would sit down every week, you know, with these men and we would run groups and we would talk about, you know, the mistakes and, and how to, you know, how to face life differently because the reality is that we all have issues. So these men that we sat down with in prison, they, they talked about some of the things that really transformed them. And I, you know, I remember one of the guys said, look, education is freedom. And he really, the, 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 the one gentleman was talking about how he really admired how Malcolm read 15 hours a day. And that struck me because to think about that, to think about the commitment to greatness, think about the commitment to doing what you really want to do in life. The fact that Malcolm would sit there and say, I'm not, I may be physically imprisoned, but I'm not going to be mentally imprisoned. And it's interesting because I say this to my guys all the time in the prison. I say, look, if you are locked down and you're physically locked down, that doesn't mean you have to be mentally locked down because there are many people in the outside world who are free to go wherever they want to go physically, but mentally they're about as locked down as you could ever get. And so really the goal is to become psychologically free. And I think that it's important to understand that statement of education is freedom because for all of us, it's important to say we're not done learning. And I've always been fascinated that people say, you know, oh, I still have a lot to learn. Yet the moment they're, they express their opinions, they become defensive if anyone disagrees with them. And that fascinates me because if we're really open to learning, then why be defensive ever about what we know? Because we really, we know so little. I mean, I think it's really an amazing, uh, an amazing fact to recognize that there are, there are, uh, you know, more than a hundred billion stars in a galaxy. And there are now, and this is just recently, we understand this, there are more than two trillion galaxies. So the numbers are just unfathomable how big the universe is. So for us to be certain about things, you know, that's, it's to, to, to really believe that we're certain when there's so much more to learn. So I, I love when that, you know, the one gentleman talked about education is freedom and admiring when people study and when they really, really learn. And I thought that was a really important point. But there was another point that a gentleman brought up that I thought was very big. And I really want to highlight it. And he talked about, he said, you know, the moment that changed for him is when he began to keep secrets and he kept secrets from his mom. And that's when he started to spiral down the wrong pathway. And that really struck me because I've seen this to be true with so many men that I work with. And the the secret that, that when you turn to just having secrets in life and you're not living in the light, you start living in darkness, then you're then you start to make those types of decisions. So I think it's so important to shine light 
And when he said, look, hey, get your children to talk. Make sure that you're talking to your children. And he, even this one gentleman, you know, if you heard the episode on Monday, he said his mom tried to talk, but there just was so much more. And so for me, I know I'm very passionate about I created this idea, Yield Theory, which is about really connecting with people. And, and, and it's about making yourself a safe space because I think so many people uh, believe that they're talking with their children when they're really just talking at them. And I think it's really important for us to take time to listen. And when, when that gentleman told that message on Monday and, that, and when he talked about that, that really kind of went through me because it's so important for us to make ourselves a safe space for our children to come speak to us. And that's not going to happen if we're very judgmental. If as soon as our children tell us something, we jump on them and tell them how they're wrong or bad for thinking what they're thinking. So that that message, I hope, really echoes throughout the community is to get your children to, to talk, but create your, create a safe space so your children feel safe enough to talk. And, you know, there were there were a couple other points that I just wanted to highlight from from that episode on Monday. And one of them was the group brought up the ways in which um, crack cocaine affected their whole community. So once this drug was introduced, even if people weren't addicted to it, it affected their community because people were dealing it. So to to really step back and understand how it was impacting their environment and impacted their lives, I think that's that's really important to step back and look at because... So many people want to pursue the American dream. So many people want to pursue, you know, having that, the, the, the wealth and the financial security. And what happens is a lot of times when people want that, they're impulsive about going to get it. And so they think, Hey, look, I can just deal this. I can, I can sell these drugs and I can get there. And I, I've said this many times in my groups in the prisons, but to the, the people who are out there who are dealing with uh, and, and take the risk of dealing drugs, I always say this, look, maybe you make 50000 a month and you say, wow, this is a lot of money. But when you get a 10-year prison sentence, what you're really making is 50000 over 10 years. And that's not a lot of money. So when you think about it as a down payment, when you're dealing in drugs, when you think about that as a down payment on your life and on your freedom, it's really not worth it. And I know a lot of men that I've worked with through the years when I've used that analogy, they've said, you're right, it's not worth it. And that's a message I'd like to highlight and kind of spread because I think that's an important message for people to have, to be mindful that you're not just getting a quick fix because the results, the consequences of your actions can lead to really whatever you wanted just being a down payment on a whole lot of time in your life. For me... Prison reform is one of the most, this, it's the most passionate part of my career. It's something that I'm dedicated to. I don't think that it's, I don't, I don't think that our prison system is working right now in the United States. I don't think it's working worldwide. I really think there are probably other countries that have a better grasp of it than we do. But to me, I've always been struck by the fact that if someone's me- messes up, then isn't it our job to help teach them a different path? And I'm not sure that we can ever really teach people a different path. If we are just putting them in a very long time out or even worse than that, oftentimes our prison systems are not just a long time out, but they're, they're spots where people can learn kind of worse behaviors and they can learn more criminal behaviors versus really learning how to be the best that they can be. You see, so in, in the one prison I'm working in right now, I'm working in something called a transitional housing unit. So the guys are on their way out of prison and we always say, look, I don't want you to just get outside the fence. I don't want you to just just get not come back to prison. My goal for you is not 
just to not come back. My goal for you is to become self-actualized, to become who you were destined to become, to fulfill your potential. And I think that's really, really important. And I, and I would really urge listeners to think about that because I would love a discussion to happen throughout this, really throughout the world. I would love people to really really begin to question, what are we doing when people mess up? It doesn't take away from the fact that when people hurt people, that's wrong. And there should be a consequence. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. I'm a hundred percent and I'm all for that. There needs to be a consequence. But the question is, what does that consequence need to be? And sometimes, and, and once we already have people removed from society, do we need to punish them further? Or while they're removed from society, would it be more important? Would it be more effective for us to spend that time really genuinely teaching them a different path so that when they return to society, they can return with with the right skills, with to be able to interact with others in the most effective possible way. So for me, prison reform, it's a huge deal. I was truly honored that Ray came into the prison when we sat down. I mean, and, and, and this is Ray's passion too. So to be able to watch him walk through Greaterford Maximum Security Prison, to watch him shake hands, hug people, um, to watch the way the inmates responded to Ray, that was just an absolute blessing to watch and to be a part of that. Uh, Secretary Wetzel and I, at one point, we just kind of looked back and we just looked at each other and we're like, this is really amazing to watch the guys, to watch that their, their faces light up when Ray would just come up to them and just talk to them and hug them. It was really, really a beautiful thing to be a part of. So definitely I want you to stay tuned. Um, on Monday, we'll play the second half of that experience. And I really want you to hear that. So stay tuned for that on Monday and stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore dealmaking across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Tackling Life podcast is now taking your calls. If you have a question or comment for us, just call 646-762-4432 and leave us a message. We might play it on the show. That's 646-762-4432. You can also message us through our website, tacklinglifepodcast.com. There you'll find links to all our social media, information about our guests, ways to subscribe to the podcast, and much more. That's tacklinglifepodcast.com. And it's Friday. Uh, I'm flying solo for a very tragic reason. Um, one of Ray's very good friends, uh, a former Baltimore Raven wide receiver, Michael Jackson, tragically passed away in a motorcycle accident uh, today, this morning, um, in his in his hometown. And, and he was only 48 years old. So my thoughts and prayers go out to both Michael Jackson and his family and to Ray, who's suffering because he just lost a really great friend today. Um, so this is big and tackling life. This is about tackling life. This is about all things life. And, you know, when we think about the idea of life itself, where does it come from? It comes from our mothers. And we all know that Sunday is Mother's Day. And I definitely like to take a moment. To, you know, Ray talks a lot about his mom and the way he strives to, to see his mom smile and how that lights him up when he does that. And for me, I'd like to take a moment to just really appreciate and say thank you to my mom, because my mom has really impacted who I am 
from the time I was a little kid, my mom used to read me stories and she would tell me stories every single night before I went to bed and they were always creative. And I just loved that. I love that storytelling essence. And honestly, it's what drove me to be the type of storyteller that I am today. So as a professional speaker, I go out, I'm always telling stories. You know, if you, if you're a regular listener to tackling life, you know, I'm always telling stories on here, all little Zen stories or Aesop's fables. Um, those all stem from my mom teaching me that stuff and really giving me a love for stories. And, you know, there's something else from my mom that I, I, I just really, it's be, helped me become the man I am today. And that's just watching her work ethic because my mom, she was a school teacher and she was very strict, right? My mom's very loving and very kind, but she was very strict, uh, especially as a school teacher. And one of the most amazing facts about her, uh, she gave homework every single day of her career. Uh, I mean, every day, whether it's the last day, whatever it was up to the last day of school, she would give homework. But here's the thing about what she did. And this is really impressive. She would have every ounce of homework corrected and given back to the students the very next day. And it wasn't like my mom came home and just did that because she made supper for us every single night. And she insisted that we gather around the table. We did it every night. Uh, you know, still had to do the laundry and take care of all of us. And she just really, uh, you know, to my mom, I love her very much. I appreciate her. So I want to say happy Mother's Day to my mom. And I want to say uh, thank you because she's helped shape me into the man I am today. And I know that many of you out there, if you, you know, you have an opportunity to be able to reach out to your mom or really share that gratitude, I really think you should, because I think moms really need to know that they're the essence of life. They're the ones who give us life. And so I'm definitely grateful for my mom. I know how much Ray is grateful for his mom. And I definitely want to wish Ray's mom a happy Mother's Day as well. And I want to wish all you mothers out there a happy Mother's Day for sure. Um, on Monday, we're going to play part two of the Greaterford episode. And I really want you to tune in because it's extremely powerful. You know, we heard some really, really powerful messages on Monday, but we're going to hear even more powerful messages this Monday. So trust me, the stories that are about to be played on this Monday will blow your mind. They're absolutely unreal. It's, it's, it's something that I feel blessed to be a part of every single week when I'm in prisons and for, for everyone out there to be able to hear it because thanks to Secretary Wetzel, we were given the opportunity to actually take a podcast in there and to be able to have Ray go in there and impact guys the way he did. So it, it really is unbelievable. And I really want you to stay tuned on Monday for that, for that podcast. And I got a special, I got two special birthday wishes to give because on, uh, on Monday it's Ray's birthday. So first and foremost, I'm going to say happy birthday to Ray for Monday. You know, I know you're struggling and going through a lot today, but I hope that you're able to find a way to enjoy your birthday on Monday. And then on Monday, the same day, it's also my wife's birthday. So Ray and my wife have the same birthday. My wife's a few years younger than Ray, but she, they have the same birthday as far as May 15th. And so they're both Taurus the Bull. So they're both very stubborn. Let's just, let's get that out of the way right now. They're both stubborn. And Ray has turned his stubbornness into greatness. And my wife has turned that stubbornness into greatness as well. Um, so sometimes you can say that she always laughs and says it's not stubborn. It just means I'm going to follow through with what I want. And she does it and she does it so well. And Ray does too. So happy birthday, Ray. And happy birthday to Kristen. Happy Mother's Day to all of you out there. I hope you have a beautiful Mother's Day. Thank you for downloading the Tackling Life podcast. 
For more Tackling Life content, go to TacklingLifePodcast.com. You'll find links to our pages on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and other podcast sites where you can subscribe and get to all new episodes automatically downloaded every week. When you visit Tackling Life, the website, you'll find links to our Facebook and Twitter pages where you can give us feedback, questions, ideas, and suggestions. You can also call us at 646-762-4432. We might play your message on the show. That's 646-762-4432. And if you like this episode, please share it with a friend. Happy Mother's Day to all you mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day to you, Mom. Until next time, for the legend, Ray Lewis, I'm Dr. Christian Conti. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.